Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back in Role Play Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams along with Alex Becker. Alex, how are you? I'm doing all right. I'm making it. Uh, 2023 is off to an interesting start. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, as the 2022 Broncos season comes to a conclusion here, last week of the regular season, podcast presented and brought to you by Maverick Sports, the Maverick Sports app. These guys are great. Total Beverage, uh, they're two monster locations. Go check Total Beverage out. We talk about them all the time. They're our you know, hometown and our, our home team. Um, Liquor store of choice. These guys are great. They do a great job, and we appreciate them big time. So, uh, last week of the regular season, I can't. You know, I have to tell you that as a Broncos fan, you guys, you know, you know, I'm, I'm from here. We care about this team a little bit different than um, man. It's just feel it's different than work for us. A lot of people, a lot of guys who are in the media here are covering this team professionally, and they might want the team to win or lose depending on what they do for work to make work easier. Or not, um, in terms of covering a winner or not. But, uh, you know, this is our team and our town, and it's just, I have to say, Alex, this is like the most disappointed I've ever been as a fan, probably ever in my sports life. And I'm in high school in 1996 when the Broncos were the best team in the NFL and they lose to Jacksonville and are eliminated by Mark Brunel and Fred Taylor in almost one of the most crushing losses in Denver sports history. But they followed that up with back-to-back Super Bowl wins. So that eases that pain. And again, like I'm in high school, it's different than being like a grown man and being with this team all of these years. So um, the disappointment's powerful. Um and I'm sad, Alex. It's just like this season, it couldn't come to an end soon enough because like um, the great um, semi-sonic one said, every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. So uh-huh. we got to like close the door and move on from the season that was 2022, try to rid ourselves and like uh, cleanse ourselves of everything that that season was move on and act as though the future will have nothing to do, anything to do with the past failures. And whoever the next head coach is going to be, he has to help kind of make that happen. He's going to have to make that happen. So, um, you know, right. Take this season, throw it out the window. Next year's a new year. It's going to be a whole new look, new coaching staff. Um, it's going to be a lot different, a lot different. That's what everyone was saying about this year. And it did. It was a total flop. Total flop. Four and twelve. I can't believe it. Yeah, I cannot believe it. One game to go, man. What a bad. I just season. remember the feeling. You trade for Russell Wilson, and it's like that. Every, March it was day. overnight. Everything changed. Everything changed at that moment. The Broncos became a great team. 
The Broncos are fun again. We're, we're a competitive again. Um, willing to do anything it takes to win. This guy is ripe. He's ready. He's, um, he's got legacy, tons of, like, legacy on on the line here. If he can win here in Denver after winning in, in Seattle, maybe he jumps into that upper echelon of the Farves and the Breezes and the Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, let alone the Paytons and the Montanas and the Elways. Yeah. That was all on the table for him. That was all like there for the taking. Um, it didn't go down that way. It never oh, it happened sure that way. I don't know where what went wrong and where it went wrong. I think now that we're seeing, and I'm not, Jerry Rossberg's not like sweeping me off my feet like, oh my gosh, he needs to be the next coach of this team. He's an old man, okay? I need someone who's younger, more uh, vibrant, and who's just, it's it's got to be a little bit, Different. I think it's got to be a little bit different than that. But overnight, he has brought some kind of respectability back to like the room in an operational, uh, you know, aspect. The Broncos were illegitimately ran. J- JV didn't know what they were doing, and Jerry Rosberg puts pads on these guys, and they come out um, in their toughest test of the season, and you show that that hard work and the new mentality and the new direction that the team is going in is is improved, even if it's minuscule and slightly. But I'll tell you, man, if they would have beat the Chiefs, a lot of people would have been, you know, knocking the door down for this guy to be the next coach. And I don't want that, and maybe we're better that that didn't happen, off that that didn't happen, but he did prove that almost overnight you can change and lead men in a different direction, um, even though you might think that, well, this is just who they are uh, with Nathaniel Hackett. Now, a different coach. For one, no, everyone cannot stop talking about Jim Harbaugh. And I get it. He's the hottest coaching candidate name out there. Um, if Jim Harbaugh comes here, they win double-digit games next year. Yeah? 10-plus wins? He just showed up to— I'll sign up for that. He showed up to San Francisco, Alex, and won the division title in his first two years. And he did it with Alex Smith, who up to that point at the time was considered a bust. Big time bust. Literally a flat-out bust. And because they were so down as a team and kind of going nowhere, I guess— um, it's kind of like um, they were so down, you know, going nowhere. You just thought that, um, man, it was going to be different. I thought it was going to be different. I'm crushed. It's weird. How this season went? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's hard to figure out. Uh, I don't think Russell Wilson can't play anymore. I think he can still play. But I think he's at the point where a supporting cast is important to him and then who's helping run, you know, everything. You know, um, Dak was pretty good, but I think um, Mike McCarthy's kind of taken him to another level, one more level up. And I know he's struggling right now, taking some heat, throwing some interceptions, but that how many, you know, they're going to the playoffs. They're one of the best teams in the NFC, and they were last year too. People are acting as though the Cowboys are trash. No, they're right there in the mix. The expectations are just so ridiculously high for them over and over and over again. So we need someone like that, um, almost exactly like that, to come in here and do some of that same kind of stuff. So who is that guy? And I'm not saying today, right now, we try to figure out who that guy is and come up with that guy. I think Jim Harbaugh is that guy. 
He is that guy. I think Jim Harbaugh is definitely like that guy. Then after that guy, I'm not so sure. There's a big, steep drop-off. Um, Sean Payton's up in that category. Yep. But after those two guys who are almost like pipe dreams, because as much as you may want it, so, so, so bad, some things you can't buy in life as much money as you have, you know? Um, if, if they don't want it, then it ain't going to happen. But where the Broncos, you know, maybe the the best thing, the best two things that they have going for them, okay, are the fact that they are the Denver Broncos, the great Denver Broncos. Three Super Bowls, eight Super Bowl appearances, a, a very rich and thick uh, uh, tradition of excellence and winning, okay? Next, um, where having the Walton Penner Walmart money comes in, valuable, the most valuable is in this situation. You can pay a coach whatever you want. There's no salary cap on paying a coach, okay? Mm -hmm. So you can go get the best coach. Literally, could pay for the best coach. Then the signing bonus money, too. When you're signing guys, you know, upfront money, these signing bo bonuses that take kind of like the pressure or the heat off of that cap and that dead money, all that kind of stuff that's really kind of hard to figure out. Um, that's where these guys are going to become valuable. So um, if this were a decent job but the money was just kind of average money. I don't know that that's what it takes to get Jim Harbaugh out of Michigan. If it's a decent job and the money is historic, like the most any head coach has ever made in the history of the league, then I think that's pretty powerful, and that's something that is that will lure you and, and can land you. That's what they're going to have to offer him right now, I think in around $20, 21000000 yeah. per year for Harbaugh. Uh, right now, Sean, Sean McVay, the highest-paid head coach, He's making between 15 and 18 mil per year. Yeah. I think if they want Harbaugh, they're going to have to up that offer to about 20. Yeah, I think so too. A lot of year. guys make about 10 million in the league right now, coaches. Like mm -hmm. that's kind of like the number. Sean McVay is kind of extraordinary. Um, if you get to, I think, somewhere around the 18 mark, 18 times six years, 17 times six years is a little over $100 million. I think that's the magic number. Um, Really, to and I think that's what it would take to land and lure a guy like um, Jim Harbaugh and we, Sean Payton. Man, they, we don't have the compensation. They want a first round pick. I don't know if they're going to be willing to do that. I don't. You know, again, I don't think any team will. I think the Gruden circumstance from those years ago that was crazy. Was very unique. It was like two first rounders and two second rounders. It was weird, but it was ah. unique. Like the timing of it all. It was Al Davis uh, running the Raiders, who a guy was willing to do. Really improbable, incredible, sometimes nonsensical things in order to try to get the Raiders back to what he, you know, believed that they kind of once were. So that was one of those moves. And um, who do you want more, Peyton or Harbaugh? Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Is that your first choice? No. Um, or are we going back to like Arians and Kubiak and those guys? I think Gary Kubiak's the perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Everything would change overnight. It would be in a Bronco way, you know? Yeah. Like a Bronco way. I don't know what the Harbaugh way is. That's kind of scary and unique because he's going to just control and run every really aspect, like CEO-like aspect of everything. Um, you have to probably give Jim Harbaugh and Sean McVay some personnel power, a little bit of decision-making, you know? Um, and maybe, sure. maybe ultimate decision-making because – these days, when you hire, here's something you have to think about. When you hire a head coach who's um, the hottest guy in the market, 
that comes with he wants all the extra trimmings. Yep. So what I'm saying is, let me give you an example. Kyle Shanahan, when he was hired by the 49ers, the 49ers said, we'll hire you. you you're going to do everything and run everything. Kyle Shanahan hired John Lynch, Lynch, the general manager, for them to be working together. So if they want Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh probably wants his personnel guys to, to kind of come in. So while you might want to keep um, – George Payton around on the roster, it would be he'd basically I don't know. he'd basically be like an overpaid advanced scout. Exactly, I think he's probably gone. If it's Payton or Harbaugh, so I think yeah, that's probably that's the kind end of the reality of it. So, is that what the Walton Penner Group wants? No clue. I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, you can keep George Payton and make him a part of it with uh, Dan Quinn. Eric Bieniemy. Um, I'm not sure. You know the these other candidates who uh, maybe maybe Evero. If you you know really like him and you stick with him, and then I'm not sure who else the other kind of candidates are. Yeah, it's all the right it'd now, be the so. first time guys. I don't know if they want to go that route. You know the the Eagles defensive and offensive coordinators. Mm, yeah, Steichen and uh, I don't think that's off the table. But man, Gannon. it's like who like. Like D'Amico Ryan's is the name I keep hearing for the 49ers. Let's go back and you know talk about Hackett a little bit. So Lafleur goes takes over there. Hackett's there about as long as Lafleur is. Um, Hackett worked in Jacksonville under who? Who was the head coach there? Uh, what it, was it? Doug Marone? Yes, uh, I think could have right. been Doug I think Marone. It's Doug Marone. Okay, I think you got that right. So uh, inept? No, no, no. They won't. So that was a he was Bortles was the quarterback. Bortles at that was quarterback, time. and they went to the AFC Championship game. So was Doug Marone the coach of that team, or was that? I think it was Doug Marone. Okay. Um, well, I guess that goes out the window a little bit of me saying like even the places he's been. Matt Lafleur is coaching one of the greatest players in NFL history, and Aaron Rodgers. So how it's built there and how it's done mm-hmm. isn't really the way that another team should do it exactly. that doesn't have Aaron Rodgers. Can't replicate so that. You can't. So the way that he kind of did it and saw it and maybe tried to build around and where he tried to focus on or not focus on ended up being part of the real reasons why Nathaniel Hackett failed. And I think that's a great point. I haven't said that, and it just kind of came to me. Let's remember that for the radio show tomorrow. Okay. Um, and it's just something to kind of think about. So if you know, man, if it ain't done the right way and that's the way you learn to do it and you're going to go try to install something that really in the end um, it won't, won't, won't translate to success, I think that's what went wrong. They kept trying hard and trying hard and trying hard and working and working and working at something that was never destined to work. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They're putting in quality work, but they're putting quality work in areas that don't work, doing things that that don't work. Yeah. So it's just, you know, it's, um, if you're with me there, I think that kind of makes a lot of sense. And that's part of the failures of Nathaniel Hackett. And we need a guy who's seen it before, um, put together and um, executed from the ground floor to success. Um, that's the guy that we need. And he's going to install that all, the, you know, all along the way. And that's uh, for a team that, you know, George Payton, first-time general manager, first-time head coach. It's a mess. It's a and mess. And they never knew how to get to the yeah. climb the mountain. It was mountain. like once Rosberg they got took stuck over, on the mountain. He, there were some obvious flaws that he just went in and corrected that he seemed like it was so obvious. Um, special teams probably being the first thing of that. So, yeah, I mean, do, do, 
By the way, do you think Rosberg gets an interview? Yeah. Do you think they interview Rosberg? I think this is part of the interview, but okay. definitely like before his on his way out, he he interviews. Like his exit interview? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's but based on his press conferences, it seems like he kind of knows that he's not going to be in line for the next head coach next year. I mean, he just I think he's just doing it because he loves football because this is uh this is what he knows. I don't think he has any intention of trying to become the next head coach. I think he would, um, if he's played his hand into that, I, I, he, I think he would take the job. And he's probably maybe with this little campaign here, played himself into maybe he might be the next defensive coordinator of this team. I would love him as a special teams coordinator. Uh, what I did say I say? That. That's what I meant. Special teams coordinator. Okay. I said defensive coordinator. You said defensive special coordinator. Teams. I want this guy to be the next special teams coach. 100%. I want Evero to stay as 100%. defensive coordinator. But, but again... <clears throat> You bring in a quality high-end head coach, he's going to want to bring in his own guys, and you're just going to have to accept that. Mm. So that's like the dilemma. That's yeah. it. That's, that's that's what it is. So You're the best special teams coach in the league. I mean, that's that's kind of the podcast for today. Um, how do you see this game playing out? Because I don't know if we'll do another podcast the rest of the week together. Oh. Last week, the regular season. Chargers, uh, a playoff team already. I'm not sure what kind of Chargers team is going to come out. Um, and I'm not sure exactly what they have to play for in terms of seedings. And, uh, or if we're, if we're too far away and too many things could happen before we kind of you know know that or go down that road. But um, I, I just I really hope they come out, finish the season with the win, just to go into the offseason on okay. kind of a high note. I hope Russ plays well. Well, to have something to build on, I guess. And I kind of feel bad for the guys in the locker room, too. I mean, it's been such a rough, tumultuous season that to end it on it with the win, I think that would be a lot for them. And, um, you know, going back to their families with the W because it's, it's been a disaster. Yeah, I uh, agree. If I had to choose, you know, if, if I was picking money line in this game, I'd choose the Chargers. Um, I'd probably take them like 27 to 23 in this game. 27 23 I go you know, chart, yeah I think because of just like the um, urgency factor there's going to be some Chargers players not going through the motions but their bigger aspirations and beating the Broncos that is going to allow the Broncos to kind of stay in this game and um, Chargers it, favored by three you know I'd probably got to say the Chargers cover the three but may, and I wouldn't take three and a half and I wouldn't take four I think it's that kind of close yeah, and so, I'd have to look at all the playoff scenarios and how much this game really means to them and how much they can benefit from a win. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, that's the podcast. Good job. Appreciate you. Oh, Glad and we had a chance to sneak thing. in here and do it. Yeah. I don't think they have a division win this year, so that would be nice to finish the year with a division win because they're 0-5 against the Dang. division this year. Zero division wins. That sucks. That is wild um, yeah. to think about. Yeah. Considering Sorry. we didn't lose a game within the division through Peyton's tenure. Yeah. Dominated AFC West. All right, Alex, what's your Twitter? Uh, A Becker Sports. I'm at Tweet Standing on Twitter as well. We appreciate you guys big time for rolling with us the entire season. The Broncos Blitz Podcast, entire, entire, entire season of being with us. Um, the time been easy. There's been some incredible highs, and there's been even more incredible lows. It's uh, been a tough one. I believe that this team will be back. I really believe it. And we're not done doing this podcast. Uh, we'll crank some more out. Uh, it's not going to be every day now, but we're going to. There's so much stuff to talk about in Broncos country um, as this head coach search goes on, as um, this team is overhauled a little bit. I'm looking forward to it and looking forward to talking about it with you, Alex, and with you know our podcast listeners and everyone who listens to the radio show, all that kind of stuff. But that's it. We appreciate you guys big time, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.